Hey, I'm Susanna Lanier, actor and acting coach for over 25 years. I'm Jess Greenberg, casting director for over 10 years. We're here to help you navigate this crazy, creative, and sometimes chaotic journey into the film and television world. We share our insights as to what works. And invite some pretty spectacular guests to share more ideas to move you on your journey. So without further ado, let's get into the show. Today, we have the pleasure of talking to actor and content creator, Matthew Giofrida. You may know him better as Martin, Sal, and Brudder. Hello. How are Hello. you? Hi. Very good. Thank you guys for having me. I'm very cool. excited for this. Thank you for being here. Yeah, we're so excited. Yeah, this is my first, like, I think, acting uh, specific related podcast. So it's going to be uh, got a lot of uh, fun information to talk about. Oh, cool. 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 We're excited. Yeah. Amazing. So do you want to tell us when you knew you wanted to be an actor? Um, yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> nope, I don't. I uh, yeah, no, no, not, not even that. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, I would say it was at a very young age. Um, I've always had the, I guess, the chops for like, you know, making. So I'm going to say making people laugh. So I'm not really talking about like comedy stuff but more so like acting funny right it was always the class clown um but I always enjoyed acting I did start at a young age in uh, theater young age is probably I was in grade five I think I think what sparked it really was in grade five there was a storytelling um competitions in school right and I was very like animated and I won both in grade five and grade six and represented the school and that, that's what I think kind of kicked it off so I would say grade five grade six is when I uh uh, knew that this is something that I was, I would say, good at, and something that I wanted to pursue and do. So yeah, I don't know how old you are in grade five, but was at uh, 11? 11? 10, 10, yeah. 11? Yeah. 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 So probably uh, around that age, you know. Cool. Yeah. Then I moved over to uh, Yellowbug Theater School with Milva Franzini, and um, there I stayed for a good, I think, four years. So like I, I was I was in it and I was having fun and utilizing my accents and uh, you know trying to do comedy stuff and anyway a whole bunch of stuff there but yeah I'd say around that age and yeah <laughs> cool so it was always like a passion and something you did yeah as extracurricular correct after. I've always had the passion for it yeah cool and when you did Yellow Bug did you feel let's say that you were better than everybody not the right thing but did you yes, feel no. that you did <laughs> i'm trying to find a way, way to say that like did you stand out did did you feel like the teacher was like this kid's got something he needs to pursue this or no you were just fooling around <laughs> um no so i um i I wouldn't say like I like I said I wasn't say like better than anyone I did I enjoy um the acting and enjoying like you know like because we were put with our age group sort of thing right so yeah. uh, the first couple of years we were paired with like everyone like younger and older but then when we were actually paired with our own age group it was a lot I would say more fun because you got to act you know like I guess not properly but with you know people who were, were at the same level we'll say um but yes when I when I did end up leaving um one of the the other teachers Susan actually um she 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 sent me a letter personally and was like you know whatever you do you need to pursue this like I know you're stopping wow. now and you need to pursue this so um I've never actually said that to anyone and uh the only people who knew that were myself and my parents I think mm -hmm. and Susan obviously but yeah so I've, I've always had that at the back of my mind because there was a period where I stopped so when I stopped Yellowbug to when I came back to now we'll say it was a pretty big period there but I've always had that at the back of my head like 
it, it stuck with me, you know? Yeah. So you did this when you were, I guess, starting high school. So what, what started or what made you stop? Mm. And what was your, like, what was your education? Like, where did you go and why? So essentially I stopped in secondary two um, because second, because I was told secondary three was a very big year for high school students mm -hmm. that when you're going when you're applying for CGEP, secondary three is the year that they, the grades that they look at. Mm -hmm. And I was sitting there and like, you know what, like acting, you know, is it, is it something that I like, I want to pursue really, you know, to the point where like, you know, all my focus is going to be on like in it, um, you know, or should I just focus on my grades? You know, I had a little bit of interest in, uh, actually when I watched Law Abiding Citizen, the, the movie with Gerald Butler, I it sparked an interest in, in, in becoming a lawyer. And then I, my, my brain was set on that for a period um and I mean so so that, that kind of like it was the grades and like people around saying like you know like yeah like a lawyer obviously if you're gonna say like you can become an actor or a lawyer unfortunately <laughs> you know it's gonna be like well I mean we'll go with the law it's a clear sight you take your courses you don't you, know, you graduate you get a good job and all that kind of stuff right mm -hmm. um um when I went to CJEP studying in like a law program I met someone there who really wanted to become a lawyer and you saw it and I looked I compared myself to I mean you're not supposed to compare but like meaning I saw his passion and I looked at my passion. And I'm like, yeah, there's two completely different uh, levels. So I'm like, this mm -hmm. is not for me. And when I started working at the bank later on, um, I'm like, oh, I want to become a, go into investments and banking and all that kind of stuff. Then I found someone who would literally like study companies on the weekend and go through like charts and everything. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing that. So there's a different <laughs> level of, you know, so, and then I just, I kind of fell back into the acting world and that's like later on. So that whole period is between probably secondary three and then when I was 20, I want to say 20. CJEP. In second year university. Okay. Um, when I decided to stop everything and then just pursue acting. So then you were at the bank. Could you tell us about like what made you then say like, okay, I need to focus my energy now back on acting. Like what was that switch? Again, having that note, always having a background in, I guess, acting and a passion for it. I've always, it's always been in the back of my, my head at the bank. Um, I hated sales, but my customer service was always like hundred percent. And I've had people literally like, again, it goes back to the comedy. Cause that's my, like, genre. I prefer that. Right. Mm -hmm. But I've had people literally at the bank, you know, tell me like, like, I've never laughed so much at a, at a, at a bank teller experience sort of thing. Right. So like, it was just like, like things like that. And what ended up happening was there was, there was one girl who came to the bank to deposit a check. Um, and it says something about productions on it. And I'm like, Oh, I'm like, you you do like productions and everything. And she's like, well, yeah. She's like, I was on the movie with uh, uh red red two, I think was filmed here or Bruce Willis. Yeah. Bruce Willis. Yeah. She's like, uh, yeah, I was always on that, that film there. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, wow, that's, that's really cool. I have a background in acting, all that kind of stuff I said. And like, you know, uh, like she showed me pictures. She's like, yeah, I was doing background work. And when I looked at the check and I'm like, <laughs> wait a minute, like this is back. She's like, yeah, it was one day of background work. And I'm like, okay, yeah, something's not making sense here right now. <laughs> I'm like, you know, and I'm like, oh, I'm like, this is, and that kind of triggered it. And then eventually not being happy at the bank, close to being, I guess, fired because the sales were not there. Um, I fell uh, upon Gary Vaynerchuk's, I don't know if you you know him, uh, social media, like uh, business guru, all kind of stuff. Fell upon a video of his, uh, I think it was a Monday. It was Monday morning. He's like, you know, you can always like just drop 
like if you're not happy with what you're doing, you can drop it. Like if you're, if you have, he says, you know, if you're at a, a bullshit job, you can always get another bullshit job later on. Like, but now's the time where, you know, we have social media and I'm like, okay, this is something that's different, that a different approach that I can have to the acting world, like, you know, social media and everything. And um, literally, I think it was like a couple of days after gave my two weeks at the bank, uh, left school. And I was like, we're going to go into this, told people that I was working on a project. That's it. No, because then you get all the feedback afterwards, right? So I didn't want to mm -hmm. have to deal with any of that. Um, and that was pretty much uh, pretty much it. Yeah, I think that's just really important that if you're in a you know, if you're in a job that you don't like, there's lots and lots and lots and lots of jobs that you won't like. So you might as well try something that you do like yeah. and see if that works out. Because if it doesn't, you can tons of jobs that you won't like. Right. So I think that's, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think that's great advice. I think, uh, yeah, I think that's great advice. You know, exactly. Like if, like even now, sometimes I think like, oh, if this doesn't work out, well, you know, you can go back to the bank or you could try something else that will just, you know, like you can go back to that. But the point is, is not to go back to that. Mm -hmm. I don't ever want to go back to that. I'm going to figure no. this, we're going to figure this out. But it's just like, yeah, like that's, it's not like, oh my God, I won't have a job or, oh my God, you know, there, there's lots of that out there. I don't want it, but I mean, there's lots of it there in case you could say it's, it's only it like is a, a cushion. I'm just trying to say, yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's yeah. that cushion safety net. And, and so don't not do it. Like exactly. just, just do what you want to do. I mean, especially 100%. all the time, do what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Totally I agree. totally agree with that. So how did you get started? Like, how did you build, you built a network of people, right? How do you build a good network of people? How would you suggest to do that? You know, I would say by, it's funny, I didn't tell anyone about my, what my plans were, but I think sometimes by telling people what your plans are, throwing it out there, it, it kind of gets it going, right? Um, and I mean, essentially in this case, how I met you, how I came to your class was literally just, eventually it got out there. And it was through a customer at the bank's daughter. I'm sure you guys know her, uh, uh, Sabrina Campili. Yeah. And um, it was like, yeah, no problem. Got in touch with her. She gave me a list of agents to call that accept green actors. She uh, gave me your number. I came to your class, spoke to you, met other actors. And then like, that's how it kind of like, it's literally like I had to go out there. Like by me not letting anyone know, I kind of stayed in that bubble and I kind of didn't know where I was going with this. But by talking to people and by letting people know what I was doing and where I wanted to go, you know, they say like, the, what is this? The, the, the devil has ears and like, you're not supposed to you know people will wish you, you know, but at the same time, like, I think that the people who want to help you, I, I'm an optimistic person. I like to think that there's more good than, than bad. So the good people out there will, will, will help you. And uh, it's just kind of like, I guess, siphoning through the people that you meet and stuff, right? So it's like, you know, if this person wants to help, you stick with them, you help them, you talk and all that kind of stuff. And I made great friends in your class. And again, from there, more people and, you know, my agent as well and all that kind of stuff. It's, you just got to find people that that match with you, I guess you can say, your values yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So it's almost like you didn't really tell like your close friends or family. Hmm. You kept that a secret from them, yeah. but you you really networked within the acting community in yeah. that way P people who who would understand where i'm coming from totally you know who are following the same passion and i mean it's like again like i'm not a believer in like if this guy's an actor and i'm an actor it's like oh well i don't want him to get the audition like i want 
the, you know, if I don't get it, then you get it or you get it and then I'll get the next one. It's like, it's just, there, there's, there's, there is a lot out there for everyone. Mm-hmm. Now, again, the roles are, again, there's, there, sometimes you're, you're a hundred people auditioning for one role. So it's, it's hard to get it, but I, but I feel that we're, we're in a time right now and this will cycle through uh, what we'll talk about eventually, but you could create your own opportunities in, in today's time. You really can. Yeah. And and that's what I think is important. Like, like there, there's opportunities for everyone out there. And if not, if someone's not going to give it to you, you can make that opportunity. Yeah. So yeah. I guess my question would be, so you started with Susanna's class and you started talking to people, building your network. Did you jump right into like your content creation or was there a bit of like waiting for auditions and like this fatigue of that? And then you went to it or it all sort of happened at the same time? It pretty much all sort of happened at the same time. My philosophy going into it was um, instead of going about it the traditional way in the sense of like, um, you know, take my acting classes, wait, get, get an agent, wait for my auditions and audition and hopefully get something. Um, instead of doing that, I said, okay, I'm just going to put myself on social media, acting, doing the things that I want to, I want to act and the characters and all that kind of stuff. And hopefully through there, people will see me. And that's another way of um, booking roles and getting experience and all that kind of stuff. And it's another way as well as, you know, they say, like everything, you need to practice your craft, right? So one way is obviously going to classes. And one way, the other way for me is um, doing my social media, right? Like acting and all that kind of stuff, like trying to mm-hmm. do different characters, different um, types of, you know, uh, different genres and all that kind of stuff. So that to me is, is a way that I get to practice every day, effortlessly, I guess you can say. Yeah, so. I don't that I want to take it a little on a different direction because I haven't seen you since before the pandemic. And mm. I wanted to know how did the pandemic influence you as a content creator? Because I'm guessing it was good. Like not pandemic was not good, <laughs> but, the, <laughs> but for certain careers, it could have benefited and content creation, I would have guessed would have been one of them. Did it change your content creation? hundred percent views doubled okay. instantaneously. Yeah. Wow. As soon as, soon as the, it was in March, I think where the officially yeah, March 6th, March 6th was officially yeah. said, yeah, that whole March 6th to like <laughs> June, July was ridiculous to the point where I said, I just need to make more content. I need to, instead of right. posting one a day, I just need to be posting two, three times a day oh because God. the views were there. Like, and right. you just, you saw them because everyone was at home on their phone to check again on social media or whatever it is. But if you're everywhere, eventually they'll, they'll, they'll stumble upon you. Right. So that was a huge, um, uh, a huge, uh, moment I would say. So it, it, it did, it did. And for me, unfortunately it, it, it sucked. It was really bad for a lot of people and, and yeah. myself as well. Right. But in terms of the content creation and I think for all content creators, it was, um, better. It was, it was yeah. a good, not better. It was a good, it was a, good moment, I guess, a boost, we'll, we'll say. And everyone yeah. had to kind of like, like, you saw a lot of people were, uh, you know, either creating podcasts, were uh, taking their comedy online, creating shows, uh, starting to do um, content creation or whatever it may be, you know, so it was it was a way of like, I think it was a good like, um, uh, what's, what's the, a, w- like a wake up call kind of for some people to be like, you know, well, there's other ways of going about it, you know, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, everyone you, had to pivot. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, the, I mean the self tapes. That's what I mean. Pretty much, just kicked off the self tapes, which I don't know if I like so much. I like, but I, I like the convenience of being able to do it at home. Yeah, 
but I kind of like the fact that like, I have to go in, do the audition. This is all I got three moments, two moments or whatever it may be. And that's it. But then again, you know, I save on gas. I'm not downtown. So that's also <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I think, yeah, the self tape has been a double-edged sword. I mean, you get to do, you get to be creative. You get to do what you want to do and stuff like that. And it's your own timeline, but they're seeing more people. You don't get to go into the room and, and razzle dazzle. <laughs> And, and talking book the room. yeah you don't get to book the room you <laughs> exactly. gotta book your little screen which you can still do you know but yeah. exactly exactly so yeah. it's it's kind of but it is more definitely more convenient yeah definitely more convenient the one thing i'll touch quickly on that that i do not like is yeah. the fact that there not that there's no direction but there's no direction <laughs> like I, yeah. I, I like i like to i love going in and you know, let's see what you got. Great. Playing out the scene. And then like, okay, like something that I, I did book at one point, I didn't know the director was in the room and he's like, okay, you did this. So I was, I was arguing with my wife and then he's like, okay, your wife wears the pants in the relationship. Like that's it. And then it was just like on the spot moment where like everything just shifted of like how to deliver the lines. And it was just, it was so fun to just think, you know, and then like, one where you're more concerned, you're not angry sort of thing. And I'm like, it was like I like that. Right. Now it's like, I have to figure out on my own, like, okay, like, do I do an angry one? Do I do one this? But like your wife wears the pants in the relationship is almost like it's a whole other, like, you know, like you, like you had, you've had a stomachache all morning. That will change your audition. Completely. Right. Right. Cause yeah. you gotta, you gotta internalize that feeling. And that's, I think it's cool. But for me to think of that at home is like, do I do that? Do I not? Is that the direction? Back to the content creation. Now, your characters and your situations are very niche to Montreal. So I'm guessing the majority of your uh, viewers are from Montreal. Do you have viewers outside of Montreal? How far does it go? And do you have any surprises? Um, yeah. So essentially, Canada, Montreal are like the top two, I guess, places um, in terms of like, like, like viewership. But then it gets weird. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I've seen I've seen like Australia up up there uh south africa at one point was up wow. there as well again very small percentages but up there um i've seen the uk the us is generally second i will say that so I, I but again i am trying to now um branch out in terms of like make the characters either talk about more uh relatable topics that kind of are for everyone and not just Montreal. The Montreal like stuff like global global topics kind global of global topics yeah. exactly global topics um or just like again like stuff like in the media that's going on like COVID at one point was, it wasn't last year it was the year before January I decided to touch on COVID stuff I didn't want to right because of the fact that like everywhere you turned was COVID I wanted people right. to come to my page my stuff to get away from that but then I did one and it's people just ate like like that that month of COVID con of like the passports yeah of like five five six no basically between five and ten pieces of content were like in like that month was ridiculous in terms wow. of like followers and viewership and all that kind of stuff like you had some people that was my first encounter with like I guess hate message because people yeah. did not like where I was going with it right but like for for every 10 people who liked it there was one person who didn't so I'll, I'll take those odds <laughs> right but that well yeah. I my my mom who's in her 70s has a friend in Ottawa so that's why I'm asking when I thought it was so funny. They're in their 70s and she forwarded the message. Well, he forwarded the message to my mom who forwarded it to me. <laughs> Do you know this guy? He's so funny. That's so you've hilarious. got, 
And I was like, yes, I know him. He took my class. What are you watching that stuff for? You know, and it, not Italian, not the word Ottawa. And yes, so you were like hitting, you know, you were a hit yeah. with the 70s crowd in yeah. Ottawa, just to let you know. That's awesome. And I thought that was so funny. What reach Matthew has. So yeah, I thought that was very, very funny. That is funny. Did you ever yeah. do stand up? Never. Would you? Um, I would. I would. Yeah. Um, not right now. It's uh, it's very different than like what I do. Some skits that I do is like like Martin, for example, like like his rants are just three minutes of yelling, high intensity, straight. So it could work on stage. I mm -hmm. do a little longer than three minutes, but I mean, uh, but it could work. So th there is a possibility there. And I know if I write it out, like it, it I, I could do it. Um, you know, and like I like I said, I have a theater background I keep saying background I mean it was when I was a kid but um like I have like I have that and I I know that energy of feeding off of an audience and stuff but I would love to do something more along the lines of um what Sugar Sammy does in terms of like right. interacting with the audience that's amazing for one yeah. um but I feel that generally like in a in a when I'm talking to people I'll pick up on things or I'll make a joke but then like I'll relate it to something else like later on in the conversation so it's kind of like like kind of like what he does and like i just I, I think it's amazing but like i would maybe want to venture off into something like that or try it at least like crowd work crowd work yeah, yeah. with the accents or with with characters or just myself you know yeah cool yeah. so is that something on the future plans for you to do some stand-up stuff that i'm trying to really stay away from like comedian and more like actor it's hard because like a lot of my stuff is, yeah, it's just, oh, he's, he's just funny. All this stuff is funny, but it's like, but you could be an actor and like, just stick with like, you know, funny stuff, comedy. but in comedy, exactly. I just want to eventually, like one of the things in the works though, is to go into like doing like short uh, films and sh shorter clips, kind of like I do, but more like, like dramatic or serious or horror or whatever, maybe like, that's something that's, I would say closer than stand-up comedy. Okay. To kind of to kind of to kind of show that like we're taking the acting route. It's not the comedy route. We're going the acting route. Yeah, and I can make you laugh. Like I can make you cry. Let's 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 go do that. <laughs> now, from yes. your um, social media content, you are your characters. You've booked a couple of commercials from that, right? E yes. So there was one commercial. Okay. Well, hold on a second. So I, I do I do a bunch of social media commercials. Right. I create and I post all my stuff but right. there was one commercial that the company I did it for was like we're gonna put this on tv wow so that that was that was the moment where that where it came full circle for me because when I started this it was like I'm not gonna wait for the opportunity to come get the audition and, and, and book a role on, on on a commercial I'm gonna create my own commercials play who I want to play. And that's the way we're going to go about it. Right. And then they came along and said, you know, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll put it on TV. And that's where I was like, wow, I just, so I, that's the one I wrote. I, uh, so I wrote not film, but my camera guy filmed it, but, uh, again, edited, acted, produced, whatever you want to call it. All that was, was me. And then they put it on the air and to see, like, I still haven't booked a commercial on TV, a, a speaking role on a commercial on TV. Like but through the you, normal channels, like through the, through the normal channels. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever thought of creating, cause your characters are so funny and your skits are so funny. And I just thought I could see this being a show. Have you ever 
thought of, have producers actually ever approached you about creating a show out of this, like a sitcom? I know. Like I've had some yeah. like people like, you know, like, oh, this should be a movie or how to go about it, all kind of stuff. But there is a producer um, yeah. that I'm kind of still in talks with about a, a full feature film. A with film the with the okay. characters. Yeah. Who so. are your comedy influences? Uh, uh, you know, grew up watching Seinfeld. Seinfeld's yeah. great. I mean, th- th- like everything about that show. I-, I even like thought like, I'm like, this is like even taking my comedy in that kind of direction of like doing that sort of thing where like they're, they pick a subject. It's like 30 minutes and just like doing that sort of thing. Uh, like with my characters and having like each their own again like obviously personality and everything um but i mean like there's a whole bunch of like george carlin is also great because he's like the martin of kind of like that's the way i kind of see that um i love dave Chappelle as well he's super you know uh, he's great um and not newer but newer um sebastian maniscalco very dynamic on stage oh my god yeah you know like very you know very dynamic I'd say those are like the, I'd say those are like the main ones. So what's on the plans now? You sort of started talking about it. Do you have anything specific that uh, you can share with us? Um, I mean, it's pretty much like, that's pretty much the, like in terms of the acting, it's more so like the, the shorts that I really want to, like, I like to do like one a month. So there's going to be okay. time, like literally, put into the writing because my scripts like for now like they're 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 short right so I'm looking at I'm looking around the five minute mark it obviously depends on what the 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 topic is but looking at at at, I really want to focus on that because I think like there's a there's a a market number one and there's another and again it's just being able to also bring in Montreal actors yeah that'd be able to be a part of this yeah right it's not like I'm not I'm not looking and I'm totally fine as well with just being solely behind the camera as well and letting like two other actors or three or four or whatever it may be. And just the directing like a vision that I have. So that's always my thing. It's like, I always have like a vision before I write the script or whatever and like how it's supposed to look like. So even when I'm filming, I'm always kind of like, I'll run behind the camera and look okay, like, yeah, this is the way it's supposed to look. Yeah, no, the eyeline is off or whatever the hell it's, it's like, I have a way it's supposed to, to look, I guess you can say. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think that's pretty much like the main focus right now, apart from, my also like my content creation broadening my content broadening my content topics and i would say the shorts and so for do because you do a lot of content creation and you have a big following and is it commercials is that how you sort of sustain yourself through it through doing the commercials and and uh great and when did that start like how long were you doing social media before you were able to financially sustain yourself with it when my parents said, look, the videos are funny, but, uh, <laughs> um, no, but honestly, like so it did kind of go down that way, but it was, okay. um, but they said, go get some money at it. <laughs> yeah. It was like, it, it's great. But like, you know, you could technically have a part-time job while you do this or whatever it is, all that kind of stuff. You know, I was doing it for, it was a year. I had started okay. in March, March 3rd was the first video I posted 20, 18 right in December I had amassed a little bit of a following and yeah. videos were doing well and everything was cool and then um my parents were like this is great but like is there a way you can kind of make money from this or whatever I didn't want to because when you have a social media following you get all the people that are like hey 
this is my product. Can you just, you know, post a picture with a promo code and all that? And I didn't want that. Everyone, right. every, everyone was doing it and is still doing it. And I'm like, this is, it's like, it's just blatant selling, you know, to the, to the people right now. I didn't want that. But I'm like, if I'm like, is there a way that I can promote this, but in a funny way that people, right. And that's where I was kind of like, and that's, I was very skeptical about it as well, but then I'm like, you know what? There's no other way right now to do it, mm-hmm. to make money from this. So I'm like, yeah, let me just make comedic commercials. So I'm like, you know what? Super Bowl commercials, people watch the Super Bowl just for commercials. Yeah. And the commercials are either making you laugh or they're making you cry. There's no mm-hmm. other real, like, there's not just like a, a commercial. It's literally like, or it's something that has like a lot of explosions and it's like, oh my God, like a movie sort of thing. Well, that's um, the thing you have to be, that's for marketing, affect yeah. your audience. So yeah, it's going to be like, laughing or crying. You have to it, affect them. Bingo, 100%. So yeah. I'm like, okay, so let's make them laugh. <laughs> um, right. And that's kind of what I started doing was, you know, creating like the commercials for the companies and uh, it ended up working out and it, it works out really well. Last year was a bit too much. Like my focus was really on that. Um, this year I'm kind of slowing down on that stuff to do more of like the acting and my content creation, uh, because that will, I think will always technically be there. There'll always be a venue for these types of commercials and stuff. Yeah. Um, but that was uh, very creative of you, Matthew, though, to decide, I don't want to just stand there with a picture of me in this, like, you know, weird water, (laughs) new kind of water and be like, yum, yum, you know? So you're like, let me do something kind of that feels right to me. Let me. Yeah. Because you, yeah, and and it, you do look. You work really hard, I'm sure. And I'm, that's another question I want to ask. Like, how hard do you work on this? Like, how many hours a week that's does crazy. it take to do what you do? Um, that's that's a good that's a good question. I never really like that's my thing. I never really like count my hours or or anything in that sort. But I mean, yeah, it doesn't like it's not because I'm kind of like in the flow of it now. It's not like crazy but it would be i would say roughly like i'd say between 50 oops no 50 and 60 hours right so with 50 and 60 hours a week i'm guessing it would be pretty hard to have to take on a second uh you know waitering job so you could support your content creation for free impossible and unreasonable but then again like in the 50 60 hours is also the commercials so if well, i no, wasn't doing I know. the commercials yeah, yeah, then yeah. technically i could get the part-time job but i have so much more fun doing the commercials like why like it doesn't you know and um and it pays more than uh, uh, yes it, <laughs> so 100 percent, and yeah. the opportunity of being on tv so that's also uh, yeah. cool but um yeah the, the, but again my idea with the commercials was also that like even if you like, I don't want people to watch it and feel like, oh, I got sold on something. Like at right. least it's a funny skit that at the bare minimum, you get a laugh from it. Even if you yeah. don't care about the the lipstick or the wa- the funny water, at least the video was funny and you might rewatch it because all oh, was funny. Mm-hmm. So like right. it's still, you, you're still, the viewer's still getting something from it. Yeah, that, that's another thing This might be controversial, but do you try to support products that you actually like um yes okay good i i do however i never because because i'm not sitting there taking a picture with like hey buy this and um i also like there's been some that i have turned down okay but like i've done like like i'll like 
if you come to me with like that plant and like, I make these plants, I want to sell it. I'll do it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's not that like, you know, like I, I'll like, I'm not, I'm not, I wouldn't say I would, I would do pretty much anything, but like if the product like makes sense and it's like, yeah, we can do this for me. It, it's just, it's, it's not a challenge, but it, it's, it's cool because like I, I get to think of the comedy and put the characters in another situation in yeah. another environment. So that's what I really like. I don't, I've never said like, this is the best. This is the only, um, like I'll say things like, Oh, this is, it's great. All that kind of stuff. You know, like I'll never lie and you'll never hear me say like, this is the best or this is all that kind of stuff. Because like, again, I have done like for example, multiple real estate agents in Montreal. Right. right. You know, I don't want to just do one. Like I'll make, I always thought of myself as like, it's, I'm the production company. Like if you're going to go to, it, yeah. if you're going to go to a production company and they're going to make a, a video about, um, you know, a water, well, you can't tell the production company, don't make any other videos about water. Yeah. Right. It's like, well, I'm going to make, if they're going to come and they're going to pay and they want me to make a commercial, obviously you don't do it back to back. Right. Cause that, that's, that's that like, that's the difference, I guess, in this case, but yeah, it's never like, you know, like there's, there's like, I guess few products that like I work with that are like, I guess at the top where I'm like, I really do like them. I use them. And it's like, yes, like these are like, you know, yeah. um, like I stand by them. Well, I feel like you have, you obviously have influence, but you are not an influencer. If Correct. like, yeah. you know, so it's not like we see your day-to-day -day life, like in the life of Matthew and like, this is yeah. what I do. And this is what I'm promoting. It's like, you've built a, an amazing audience. You've built trust and a community. And like you said, you're the producer, you're producing yeah, ads I, I pr at the end of the ads. day. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's for them. And it's like, I, like, I just think of it as like, you're like, it's going on my social media as like an, as an ad for people to see. So you're just getting the audience. You're, you're yeah. getting the views, right? It's yeah. like, you don't want to put it on a billboard or whatever the hell you're just you're putting it there and you're getting the views. It's not like I can't expect a minimum amount of, you know, sales or, or, or whatever it is. Um, again, and it's, and it's honestly, it's so like, some things like are so weird. Like you can sell, like uh, I I've done, I've done commercials in the sense where like the interest is not there. Like, right. like, like, like people went to the website and like just didn't like it. And then I've had other ones where like I did, it was, he's a, he was a, a Rolex broker. Right. Right. And he, you know, and I love when they do this. He told me directly, like two months later, it's like, I had a guy buy two Rolexes directly from your video. Cause he saw me in your video. Amazing. So I'm like, to me, I'm like, that's great. I love that. Yeah. But you know, it's like, I don't know if that's going to happen. Like it's, it's a, you sell Rolex is, is difficult. Like people, you know, I don't know who, who's going to go buy a Rolex. Right. But it ended up that happening. guy. Like it, it could, yeah, <laughs> it could, it could happen. It just yeah. it went out there for the views. So like yeah. I don't know, it, it might like like again, the video might do really well. Like it might not. Yeah. The more I have control over the script, I say generally it does a little bit better because if you right. keep adding their information in, right, that's the whole business side of it there. But I mean, yeah. Do, well, because you, you know your audience. Sorry, but yeah. you know Sorry. your. Do you seek out these clients or do they seek you out? I have been very uh, grateful. I have never had to do any advertising or seek out anyone on my own end. Oh, so you're living the dream. Very grateful. <laughs> you're well, it's living like, the dream. And yeah. it, this is like full circle because it's like you said at the beginning with the bank, like you don't like sales. And here they are <laughs> just coming to you. I, I never thought of that. I, yeah. I never, I never pieced those two points together. That is, that's funny. Yeah. Well, I find like, even with your posts, like you are spiritual and like very optimistic and 
have that mindset. So, yeah. and so I like, I love those posts too, you know, cause yeah. I see how hard you're working and, and anyway, so all of it, but then, yeah, that, that whole sales thing came full circle for me. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I, I, I miss that, but that's, that's exactly, yeah. I hated the sales. I, I hated it. I, I hated like for me, it was like I they'd come in and I'd have a great conversation, a genuine conversation, make some jokes. We're laughing. It's great to deposit a check. And then it's like, oh, by the way, you know, you know, you're pre-approved for a credit card. It killed me inside that <laughs> yes. person leaving the bank being like. Bastard is the only time I'll swear. The bastard made me laugh. And was so he was good to try to sell me that credit card. And that yeah. was not the goal at all. Yeah. But I hate I'm, it. I hate it. Again, it's almost like maybe like who cares what they think? But I, I'm I'm being if I'm being genuine, like I'm not trying to hide anything. Yeah. But it comes off that way because you're a bank, and because I have the bank's image portrayed, I guess, on me. So here you are. They're lost. Here I am now. Yeah. yeah. They're exactly they're lost. So I want to know. Uh, soon we are going to wrap it up, but I I wanted to know. So the five or ten year plan, like with the career you're creating now, what do you see for yourself? What do you hope for yourself? Five to 10 years from now, I would or like 20, to, whatever you or want, 20. the big dream, the big dream, the, the, the big dream, the big dream is I'd like to have a successful, successfully running production company in the film industry, I guess I want to say without any of these, like, like, I don't, I don't want to fall into like the red tape of, of stuff and like the whole, like more and more unfortunately like you start hearing about like actors and like oh you know like you know we have to sign this contract and like you can get this and like it's a very like kind of like you know you got to go into the like that world or that click and all that kind of stuff and i'm like you know what the view like views are there views are there i have friends who have millions of views on videos and stuff and i'm like even even for example a, a short that will get you know ten thousand views if at a dollar review, for example, it's still $10,000 on a short that maybe took you a weekend right? sort of thing, right? So if you're looking at it in, in the sense of that, like, I'm not like thinking like, like that, but I'm, I'm saying that like, like it makes sense and it's feasible and there's so much, it's, it's scalable. And when I hear scalable, I hear more opportunities for everyone and not just like the same people for the same roles or same people in the same projects sort of thing. There's opportunities yeah. for everyone. Like, yeah, there's going to be like, I like auditions and like, I, I already have some ideas in mind where like, this is the person who's going to play the role. Like, I'm not going to audition. This is the person. Mm -hmm. And that's it. But like, I, I, in five, 10 years, like I see this being like these movies, these films, these shorts were produced by this company and whatever it may be sort of thing. You know, I think that's kind of where I'm headed to, to like to have a name in the, in the acting world, but also like be more like well-rounded I guess well-rounded in, in the sense of like you know in, like being in the production and directing of, of everything right so that's yeah. that's the big plan to have a basically a production company yeah but also making, be acting and just acting making, producing yeah. directing and let the red tape stuff if that has to happen hire somebody else <laughs> to handle that and you'll keep doing what you love right you like Correct. the creative spirit yeah yeah wow Definitely. that's a, that's a that's a good goal so and it looks like you're on your way. Yeah. Yeah. Slowly, yeah, slowly. Right, right on track. Um, yeah. Amazing, though. We're so yeah. happy to have you. And and uh, I wish you tons of luck. We can't wait to see your shorts. Yeah. 
your short films and all your skits and that movie that's coming out this summer or you're going to work on this summer <laughs> that you won't talk about because it's hush hush but we're happy to see it all very exciting yeah awesome. it's amazing. thank you thank you for having thank me this you. is great I, I think what you guys are doing here is awesome and i can't wait thank to see you. uh future episodes and you know yeah it's yeah, fun it's gonna be good cool thank you for today's takeaways one find people that match your energy and values Two, there's more than one way to be an actor, so try different ways. Three, practice your craft. And four, don't wait around for success to come to you. Look for opportunities. They're everywhere. Thanks, everyone. Have a Thank great week. Thank you. Bye.